You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? I need you to move forward. I need to see your energy. <laughs> I need to see some movement in the room, motherfucker. Check, check, motherfucker. <laughs> what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Everyone But Us podcast, episode two. Make some noise! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, that's the most used word on a hardcore stage, isn't it? Why do people love motherfucker? Everything, motherfucker. I think there's a lot of incest in hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Why not Might be that. move up, you cunts? Or what other swear words could you say on stage that would sound cool? I don't know. Slags. Move it, you slags. Anyway, welcome to the Everyone But Us podcast. My name's Waymer, a.k.a. Hightower, a.k.a. Um, <laughs> Mr. Loverman, Shabba. <laughs> so my wife, I've got um, Steve, aka Ivory Power. <laughs> the, the Whatever that means. <laughs> How you doing, Steve? I'm good. Yeah, I like my new description. I'm gonna use it. I think it's gonna be my name. new Facebook name. What do you prefer, Shug White or Ivory White? <laughs> Every show, I'm gonna think of something with White in it for you. Shug White is still like Shug White because it means I get to smoke cigars. Yes, yeah. and I like a cigar. Sweet, sweet. Right, in front uh, ahead of me, we have Lewis, aka Candyman. Yeah. Aka Black Panther. <laughs> How you doing, Lewis? Very well, thank you. Very, very well. Doing good. He's getting ready to move um, out of mansions. Yeah, I know. It's a sad, sad time. I'm leaving uh, the second nest, which I've been at for five years. And I'm going home, going back to Beckton. So, yeah, new beginnings and all that. But He looks sad. He's smiling so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I am fucking... No, I I am smiling, but I'm I'm genuinely sad that I'm leaving. I'm leaving my people I've been with. For a long time, and that so apparently they're quite happy you're leaving. I didn't want to. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as you leave at the door, they're gonna have a party like, yeah, poppers going off, the beers coming out. Depends what fucking poppers they are as well, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, there you go. <laughs> the slow <laughs> the loop, the loop. <laughs> Yo, and uh, you know what? This our next host. I've got to apologise to him because the first podcast we done. I for- we forgot to mention him. That's fucking Pete. That's fucking Pete. <laughs> it's Pete. <laughs> Welcome, Dave McBoone. <laughs> AKA <Hey>. the Irish Hammer. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm calling you that? Because with a hammer like mine, everything looks like a nail. Hey! Look, at this, look at him, like, with the fucking words, mate. Think he's a poet laureate and all that. No, go on, why? Why? Well, what happened at the. Uh, what's the bar on Holloway, uh, Holloway Road? Red. Oh, big red, big red. Yeah, what happened to Big Red with yeah. y- with yourself? Come on, tell tell the podcast what happened, man. They wouldn't let me in there for six months because no, of... yeah, go say gone. Nah, what was it? It was someone's birthday, and we got black up, drunk. That is for the people that don't know what black up means. And and now you know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, George beat me at fucking pool. So George, we have got to put in context. Who's George? George bond them out. Well, well, it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> ex George, them out. Yeah, George yeah. life betrays us. George, life betrays George us. ex everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he quit ironed out as well. Thank you, George. 
But yeah, he, he woke me up, Paul, and I just couldn't have that, so I mooned him, and then I got into a row with a bouncer, and then fucking they I heard. You're jumping. You're jumping a bit here. Come on. Oh, what was it? I was fucking. You got your dingling out. That's got, what it was. I got my dick out and slapped it on the <laughs> pool table. <laughs> but the bouncer didn't see that. I got thrown out for fucking mooning him. Yeah. And then fuck it. Oh, mate, with some fuckers. He apologized. I made the bouncer apologize to me because he didn't want to fight fucking everyone. We was there fucking <laughs> about thirty man deep. I said, I'm not going until you fucking ask me to leave. And so, I woke up the next day just thinking, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so for everyone, the, what's it called? The Red Big oh, Red. Big Red. Big, Sorry, Red. Big, Big Red. Red. It's like um, <laughs> a, oh. an old school uh, rock bar. If you can imagine, they play like a lot of the It's old... a grunge club. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not grunge. It's like old school rock. It's a bit that, sort, of, that sort of... Shit. Sort of like hair metal and stuff like that it's as well. It's, like, hair yeah, metal. it's a metal bar. Old school yeah. metal bar. So, he rolls this, me. this yeah. young guy. Yeah. I'm going to introduce these guys. So in walks this uh, guy. Everyone's listening to the hair metal and having a drink. <laughs> in a tracksuit as in well. A, he walks in with his tracksuit, bowls in, <laughs> and slaps his dick on the fucking pool table. And then he wonders why he gets chucked out. And no. the funny thing is, we went back there about three weeks later because we thought they would have thought would have forgot about yeah, Dick Gate. No, no, no. But they never did. They. They didn't forget about. They didn't me let you in. About seriously, we went there about a year later, and we walked in. We got to the bar, and the bouncers looked up to us, and it was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, we remember you." And you, you had went you... with your mates tonight. Yeah, you were mates tonight. <laughs> And we had a second episode. Um, I'll never forget a dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one for the waltz. And <laughs> yeah, and then, so um, as well with Dave, you started a new job and he had to do uh, a health and safety oh, induction. Oh, fuck yeah. What happened on your first day at work, Dave? <laughs> no, nah, that was literally like, it wasn't even the first day, that was the first fucking hour. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this fucking... Anyone who works in a building site who know about fucking site induction. Sometimes they're going to last all day and they are a pain in the arse. And the site manager's telling us over and all these things I've heard a million times. I'm saying, yes, boss, yes, boss, yes. I'm not going to do that. I've been in this game fucking too long, mate. Within five minutes, I put my foot through a fucking ceiling and fell through. <laughs> I was worse, The bro I was working with, this guy, uh, Reese, I fucking... He heard me go, oh, fuck. And he looked round and he was like, where are you? I'm on the fucking floor. All he could see was my fucking head and shoulders. <laughs> How the fuck did you go and explain that to, you, to your boss, oh, man? Mate, that must have been embarrassing. I just said to him, look, I fucked up, mate. I fucked your roof up. And he just come through. And he, to be fair, he was... He, <laughs> nah, yes. to be fair, he was he was more concerned I was all right and not going to sue him. Are you all right? It's yeah, just I'm okay. You're fired. It's like only yeah. falls and all this shit, though, isn't it? It's literally like yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, anyway, th these voices you're hearing in the background, we are happy to say that we have the Ready Eye Collection. I tell you what, I let. I tell you what, let's introduce our guests. Um, so, we've got Rich. Introduce yourself, Rich. Uh, Rich. Uh, bands, I suppose, are found in. What's that? Bands, I suppose I should say. I'm in. Yeah, what bands? Proven, Tantrum, Pints, Arfie Nined out. Arfie we're, tr we're trying to convince him, but he's, he's not having it. He, he doesn't <laughs> want it. He doesn't want it. I can't play any more drums. <laughs> I kill myself. Uh, yeah. uh, go, go, go ahead, sir. Uh, John, I'm playing vocals in Proven and part of Radio Eye Collective. 
Sweet. I'm Ferg. Um, I've in just started a new band and I'm doing the Radio Collective with what's the boys. The name, what's the name of the band? You got to shout the band out. Oh, we're, we're not even at that stage yet. Um, in the last five years, I've been in about five new bands, and none of them have made it out of the practice room. <laughs> uh, it's hard. It's so hard. this is this is the new one, but we haven't we haven't got to a name yet. So uh, watch this space. That's a long name for a band. I was in a oh, all right. I was in a band <laughs> called Fort Valance. Uh, what we must have split up about six or seven years ago now. Um, yeah. So there you go. Really but watch this space. Very exciting life. <laughs> so um, yeah, we've got the Ready Eye, Ready Eye Collective in the house. We're that's the one. That's the one. Basically talking about these guys. Basically organise sh- uh, hardcore shows in London. They've been going for how long? Uh, I should say that Lewis, our other host, is actually a part of the Ready Eye Collective. Yeah. I'm gonna also say collection again. I don't know. I've got it in the brain. So. Uh, Oh, if you can briefly he explain, he's got a brain. <laughs> <laughs> if you can briefly explain, I'll explain a little bit, but I'll let Rich explain more because he's like the sort of mastermind brainchild behind it, so like the one who started it all. But yeah, we just wanted to start putting on shows again in London to make sure that we're doing it, and other people from other parts of the country, or whatever, are not fucking doing it in our city because we can do it in our own city. You know what I'm saying? We just had to make sure that we came together and obviously, what's it called? Um, got sort of right bands, the right ideas about doing things and making sure that everyone can benefit from it. Not just the bands, but people who go to shows as well, like because we want to make it as affordable as possible so people can actually see decent bands and feel they're part of it. But let me pass it to Rich so we can explain obviously a little bit more about it. Well, I want to ask, how long, how long ago? Because, Vich, you're the one that decided you wanted to start doing this. It right? wasn't me, it was John. Oh, it was shit. John. Sorry, John, yeah. my bad. Yeah, John Take it to, yeah. to. So, John, right, you're sitting in your bedroom, right? You're playing with your. Because your, um, you like. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing with your fucking Street Fighter, fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John loves, Is that what you call it? John loves Street Fighter. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I've heard a lot of names, but I've never heard it called a Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can. <laughs> so you're playing with, with, with your action figure. Yeah. <laughs> and then when did this idea spring into your head, like that you wanted to? Um... Oh fuck knows. Um, maybe about. I mean, we started a year ago, so maybe a few months before that. Um, it was just a case of. I think it was when we were on tour. When we were on tour in Europe. We're not on tour. We're on a weekender. Uh, remember you speaking to me about wanting to do an all dayer? Yeah. Uh, okay, so. It's, so we were talking about doing an all day um, okay. and then it was just kind of because you were going to do the Cold Hard Truth 10th anniversary or that was something that was, was kicking around at the time show, yeah. um, so we were talking about doing that and then there was kind of like I don't know whether it was just like the Ruction shows weren't happening as often at the time because they'd gone to two a month and things one every two months was that after the Unicorn uh, it, shutdown? it was after the, it was after the second 12 bar shutdown oh, okay. bar, yeah. uh, Unicorn was where bar. they'd started doing things um and it was like, for me, there just wasn't enough happening in London. We were seeing people, as Louis said, coming from out of town, putting on shows in London. We were just kind of like, why aren't Londoners yeah, putting on London shows? So I started, I'd been speaking to Rich, and I started talking to Louis about it as well. And then Fur, because I looked at the people that I was talking to, I was like, everyone here is into different types of hardcore, and everyone has contact with different bands that I wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah, yeah, so I contacted these three, all individually, and said, look, this is the idea what do you think about it they all agreed 
And so we put on the Radio Eye Collective, and the first show we put on was in March last year, which was headlined by McBoo's 50 Calibre. Oh, wow. But, oh, yeah. oh, that's yeah. fucking... Okay, okay. So before we jump too far forward, what made you decide to get Lewis involved, Rich and Ferg? Well, Rich... Why didn't you ask me? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, am I too black for you? What? Come on. Yeah, well, we had one black guy on the list. I so. did ask you. You just fucking <laughs> never made it on time. They didn't find you before you fucking turned up. We should know that his nickname is John KKK Carter. Yeah. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> Let's not go there, yeah. Okay. Everyone's going to be calling you that now. Yeah, no one's going to was here when that started, so. Yeah, no, it's because it's because he's got a starter, and let's just leave it at that. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, to say, yeah. Why did you? Decide so yeah, I mean, the, the conversation was already happening with Rich because I knew Rich was talking to Cold Dark Truth about putting on a tenth anniversary, and I was thinking about trying to get an all day together anyway. Um, and me and Louis had been separately talking about doing stuff anyway, so it just made sense to combine them two and then I spoke to Ferg because I knew he had contact with different bands and stuff that I people I just didn't know I liked some of the bands like Iceberg yes. and that but I had no fucking clue how to get in touch with them or who they were or anything like that because I don't really talk to people it shows to be fair yeah. I'm quite sort of standoffish for a lot of the time yeah. so I chatted to Ferg and he was like yeah I'm on board as well so it was quite yeah. simple to do it that way okay that's dope man so Ferg what does Ferg, Ferg what do you bring to the table hello yeah, when, uh, you, when, when you when you was approached by John to play with his action figures, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> with his Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Was you up for it straight away? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm lost now. Are we talking about playing with the Street Fighters? Or? Where no, do you want to uh, talk about? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I was very enthusiastic to get involved and help put on shows and support the scene that I've always been part of, and. Yeah, and when I got into hardcore, I wasn't living in London, yeah. but where I lived, there were no sh- no shows. Yeah, so I spent my life trying to get to London as often as I could. Yeah, so now to be living here, you know, um, not doing a band, even though I want to, um, it's nice to get more involved than just going to shows. Yeah, no, that's, that's, um, that's so that's uh, yeah, I was uh, so I was very pleased too. Let's be real about it, right? Let's be let's let's talk honest here. Would you say that certain promoters, and I've got mad respect for promoters because I've never put on a show in my life. It's a fucking something I don't think I'd ever really want to do. But do you think certain promoters pick certain bands and other bands get missed out on? And is that part of the reason why you started it? Is it because yeah. you wanted to support the bands that... Definitely. There was, there was that to it. And there was also the fact that I was looking at a thing where it seemed like there was two, two or three different scenes in London that were split apart. So that, what, let's dissect it. What are these three scenes? We ain't got to call out no names. But there was two definite scenes. There was kind of a lot of straight edge kids that would go to certain set of shows, yeah, and there were right. certain people like our lot, like us lot here, that were going to sort of the Ruction shows and things like that. That yeah. weren't all straight edge kids, but they would never mix. You weren't seeing bands on the two sets of shows that would cross over, kind of thing. Even though musically, kids that like split knuckle would like bund them out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But certain the straight edge kids would necessarily put on like say split knuckle but wouldn't bring bun them out over and things like that. Split knuckle straight edge? They? No, they're uh, not. No, but way, they're, no. last but I feel like, <laughs> last time I saw the guitar, it looked like he was his eyes lot, were in the back of his head. A lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the young well. Yeah, I won't say anything about them like personally, no, but no they are not straight edge. <laughs> but a lot of the young kids that were into them are sort of thing. They yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, you know, okay. they wouldn't necessarily come to like a ruction show necessarily sometimes. Why do you think that is? Uh, it's difficult to say. You'd have to ask them that, but you weren't seeing them faces. Do you, do uh, you have an opinion opinion on it? 
And this this ain't to, this ain't to call no one out. This is on uh, honest conversation. What? That's all it is. Honest conversation. In my, in my opinion, the thing was, like you said, really, in all reality, yeah. Certain shows had certain bands, and other shows had other types of bands. So you yeah, get yeah. like all the tough guy bands and the beatdown bands. But Split Knuckle quite. On oh, I was yeah, see, quite I, a tough guy band. And not- I would, I would agree personally. I was thinking more like a straight edge youth group band, you know, or yeah, yeah. you know something more like that. You'd get. Yeah, there would just be a lot more of a divide, and you wouldn't have the mix and. To me, I don't know about you guys, but I remember being. That's what I loved about hardcore is you could go and see a straight edge youth group. Yeah, band, yeah, yeah. yeah and definitely. then the next band was, you know, Fifty Caliber or whatever. Yeah, when um, I started, when I started going to gigs myself, like when I was about sixteen, seventeen, I didn't go to many, but you'd go to all dayers, and there would be, everything. like the the fucking like death metal kind of. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the withdrawn. And then they'd be next to like. So I'm trying to do mean? Well, I was just going to say, and that. And you that fucking hell, they were in the room. And, I was, and with me, that was it. Is I, yeah. I loved it all. Yeah. So that's why. Did you I knew, really? I knew everybody. <laughs> I knew all these guys from the Ruction side of it, but I was also going to those other shows yeah, that weren't mixing up enough. Yeah. So hence why John got in touch with me, because I knew people from that side of it as well. And that's what we want to do. We just want to mix it up and bring it back to hardcore, one no. scene unity. You know, it's everyone in together. It doesn't matter if you're straight edge or you're punk or you're whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. Get it all on the same thing. Definitely. Same shows. No, a lot of the gigs that I went to back in the day, I don't know about you, Mama, but there was a lot of punks there as well. Yeah. yeah. It weren't just hardcore. I was about yeah, to yeah, say that. a lot of punks yeah, there yeah, as well. I mean, we're about, miss that. Our first show, the, the first one we did at T Chances. T Chances. T Chances is in Tottenham. Funny story about T Chances. We played. I, I thought we was banned there because um, <laughs> what? We put, what was the story about? We put some some merch was stuck onto the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not allowed. Lewis, tell the story just quickly. Oh pops, you want to tell us? So we got Poppy Ruction standing in the kitchen. Someone explain what happened. Come on, Lewis. That's sitting there all quiet. Get on the mic, bro. I don't think "coy" is the word. Not really much I think, to say, I think it's the it Red Eye Collective right now. Some <laughs> Basically, the wall. There, was, there was a wall, like, and some merch went up, and no, um, but was we told beforehand, do not put merch. On no, I don't think there was. So basically, the venue never remember. said, don't put t-shirts up on the wall. I wasn't there. That's the thing. Like, I'm getting asked to answer a question that I wasn't there for. Like, okay. I was just told stuff afterwards. You have to get the mic. You have to get the mic, bro. Other yeah. bands were told, but Poppy wasn't told. So this we, I wasn't told. I think, but, but, and we were setting up one section. Second, so basically, let me just explain. In the venue, the bands were told not to put t-shirts on the wall because the wall had just been painted. I believe. Nah, right? don't. Yeah, just re-wallpaper. Don't. Oh, re Don't tape. Stick them on the wall. So Poppy come along with his t-shirts and said, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you never. I do what I want. He, he's looking at me mad. <laughs> Poppy. So I'm, okay. I'm Can French. I, I do whatever I no. fucking want. Can I, no. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. Okay, uh, he's angry with me. Let me let me rewind again. He never knew that he couldn't put uh, t-shirts on the wall, and he did with yeah. gaffer tape. And is it is it when you took the is it. At what point did they have a go at you for putting these t-shirts on the wall? They had a go when they were on the wall. Oh, so, so they asked us to take them down. And then whilst me and him are standing on chairs, carefully peeling it off. You pulled off, the whole fucking wallpaper off. No, no, they started having a go at us again for taking the pe- the, the tape off. Oh, for fuck's so, sake. Oh, you just can't yeah, win then, innit? So. It took to Martin and Mark. Not us. All right. 
<laughs> if anyone's actually seen the state of tea chances, I don't know why you'd really worry about <laughs> Before women interrupted, you was going to say something. What was you going to say? Like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that Steve said about, no, was it you that said about punks and, yeah. Oh, yeah. we all said it, punks and hardcore kids and even metal I remember when I started going to shows, every it was all different people there. Yeah, for real. All different yeah. people. But do there. you think that's because there weren't much of a scene then, and we hacked a band together? Because I, I think just think everyone went to everything. So. Yeah, like everyone I, just loved going. I think to it was just it was like people felt more welcome to go to these things. Yeah, like yeah. People would just show up. It is essentially all the same, just slightly different styles. Yeah, yeah. But wouldn't you guys say that back then the music and hot? Punk and hardcore have grown further and further and further apart. Yeah, like hardcore yeah, is blatantly def- definitely so, metal. So. It's more or less metal now. A big part of it is more or less metal, and punks kind of remain the same. So I notice when you guys are putting on shows, that's what I like about you guys. You're trying to mix up the bills really again. Really trying to vary it. Like if, uh, that's ha- what it was before, and it worked before. It can work again, and it, well, yeah. it is working for us. So you've been yeah, you've been pretty successful. I would say like. All the radio shows I've been have been well attended. Pretty much every show, yeah, every show has been pretty packed. Yeah, yeah. And from the point of view of a musician, I think if you're if you're a kid that's going to mix bills and you're seeing different styles and getting into different styles because you're exposed to them, when you make a band, it's going to be better because you're not just going. Yeah, I want to do a band that sounds exactly like Hatebreed. Yeah. Oh, there's enough we of them. Said it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's been many said them, a million man. times, but like. Does anyone really want to go to a show with six beatdown bands or six youth group bands, one after the other? I've been to both Everyone of those likes shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone and likes that, both those styles, but do, you don't want to see it one after the other, one after the other. It's pointless. But I wonder why yeah, that totally. happens, though, because... Because um, kids think they have to be into one thing or the other. That's, that's, what, I, that't that's what I think. Look, I'm kids, you can't... There's also book the bands they want. Which is fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, but book the bands they like. And but yeah, they, if they're, they're willing and to beat if down they're beat down kids, that's what they want. Yeah. But so since you guys gone to say John, you were well, say like me, me and McBoo went to one up north a while back, and it was literally about twelve bands. Yeah, of beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down. <laughs> and even though we're both fans of beat down, even we were getting to a point where we're like, "Fuck me, what is going?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. up your way. I don't want to call out promoters, obviously, but. It was, it was up your it was, it was up in your town <laughs> Milton Keynes that would be yeah, yeah I'm trying to think no but um, how you found what's from, how have you found it have you found it easy when you're mixing up these bills are, are you finding that you're getting a different mixture of um, people and no, go on go, go ahead go on Lewis I think we're finding that there's a lot of like younger kids are coming to our shows and they're seeing that they're obviously going to have a different variety of bands on our bills as well. Like, that's not to say that there's other shows happening in London or in the UK that are just doing one sort of type of show. Like, but down here in London, especially, we've definitely sort of mixed up to make sure that we've got different bands in it so that we can bring the younger kids. And I'm seeing loads of faces I've never seen before, like younger yeah. kids. Yeah, that's like, good. Never seen yeah. these kids in my life. I'm like, thinking, oh, fucking, who's these kids? And yeah. there was a post part. <clears throat> That we put up, uh, someone brought their younger kid along to our last show, the oh, judiciary. Yeah, younger brother. How old was he? He, must, he looks like 14. Yeah. Is, he, is that legal? Well, <laughs> it's, it's, t- t- it's two charges. Hang on, what, a question, what kind of question is that? 
Well, again, you know, I'm going to have know. to edit that again. Out. If you've been to tea chances, they don't give a shit. Like, they don't give a shit. It meant he's... I mean, he was, he was there with his, yeah. his older brother. So, I mean, obviously, he's accompanied by an, an adult. Yeah, like So, but yeah. But that's fucking pretty cool. I mean, I wish I was going to fucking hardcore shows at 14 years old. But I mean, I wasn't. I was fucking playing football like Bex and doing the fucking real team. But, yeah, yeah, for yeah, real. man. <laughs> Fuck it. So, what's... um, What has been... <laughs> I bet you wish you stopped with football now, wouldn't you, bro? <laughs> Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. Yo, what's been... I don't know if it's a fair question to say. What's been your worst show since you got together and what's been the best one? And if you don't want to mention the worst... There's not, there's not been, there's literally actually not been a bad one because everyone, every one of the shows broken even. Yeah, break. Yeah, we haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Which uh, I got to say, you go yeah. hard online, man. Which is good. Like you really push it, it hard. It man. works. It seems to yeah. work. The thing is, there's some people that literally every day on every group in the world. Yeah, it's yeah. pointless. Like that. That annoys people. Oh, yeah, I mean, you just unfollow yeah. them. We, then, we just, yeah. we just think. We sort of talk about it together. It's sort of like a, a collective thing to just do at least a big post out everywhere from all of us at least once a week. And I, think, I mean like yeah, on yeah, all the no, all, on that. all the groups and forums and everything and all personally. Yeah. On all platforms. And then people get a big hit of it and they're like, Oh shit, that's happening in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it works. It, it it keeps working. We have again, we haven't if you overexpose people, they're just gonna. You like to expose yourself, don't you, Sam? I think that's. I think that's Dave's territory. <laughs> social, no, media, social media, social media, is just a, a totally <laughs> another fucking subject, like the biggest subject. Well, I was gonna really. say the yeah. thing with face, Facebook is you are, it's good. It's a gift and a curse because there's so much content being thrown at people all the time. Yeah, of course. And it's hard to battle with everyone. Have you found that a problem? Like, I it's, saw. It's, I've Do you feel sometimes when you're posting, am I posting too much? Am I yeah, posting too little? sometimes, but like, like one thing that I will say, and I see this, and I've said this to the other guys, some I swear promoters take it as like a competition, whereas we're the only people that don't want to do that. Like, we don't want to do that as a competition. We're not what, trying why to, do you say that? We're not trying to outpost someone else. Because what, what have you seen? Like, we've seen before, we'll post something about, you know, our next show, and then you'll get four promoters immediately post on... Um, like all the groups straight away and it's like they think they have to do it because we've done it and it's like yeah yeah you could just all like stagger your posts and we'd all sort of work healthy. together as well because yeah. we lead and they follow in it <laughs> <laughs> no I'm joking do you know what that leads me on to my next <laughs> I'm that leads me on to he's my not joking <laughs> <laughs> that leads me on to my next question right um, since you've been doing this promo- promoter game what have you come to realise being on the other side that you hate is there a lot of competition putting on shows <laughs> <laughs> I know but is there a lot of Look, the sound man <laughs> I'm joking like, I don't know man like putting on shows is fucking hard because like there's there's the good part of like wanting to help people and fucking put on the shows and everyone's coming together for a positive thing but the thing that's like just that is getting the bands, trying to get a band to fucking agree to something, or you get the bands and fucking- Prowler. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, right, it's just difficult sort of like sometimes getting bands, and then once you've got the bands, making sure that they're actually gonna stick and they're actually gonna play the show and shit. Like, let me pass it. Has there been like, um, is it, is there 
an undercover promoter bit like war going on? Nah. Nah, nah, nah. I you mean, don't we're, think, we're, okay, we're, we're in contact with a lot of the London promoters and we keep in contact with them so we I know th- not th- to like, so we, we kind of like clash dates and things like that. I mean, it does happen from time to time. That's only but we do try to make sure that we're in contact with them we're not clashing dates and things like that so say there's a, a, a band coming into town you want them and the other promo- promoter wants them and we then you got to fight we, we, them we then, talk really. fucking chill them <laughs> <laughs> come on I mean, we're tall I mean like <laughs> what tall it's like, just a beef <laughs> like John said I, I specifically keep beat people up with. Wow, wow, bitch. <laughs> mate we <laughs> but say it was like between us and Martin Martin, a big up yeah. Martin, doing loads. What's of up, Martin? Yeah. Uh, female promoter. Yeah, Moral Decay. Yes, uh, Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> I would say about her show tomorrow, but this won't go out till after. So it's pointless. No, it won't. Really. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so if it's I don't know, we got offered something and Martin got offered something, we'd know straight away because I talk to her pretty much every day about shows and other stuff. So how do you decide who's going to have what then? <laughs> I don't know really like say you really want the thing, the thing is an, an agent's obviously going <laughs> to so try you go oh I don't know an agent <laughs> might try and play you off against each other that's what I'm saying money, but we're, not, we're not going to do that I'm not going to do that so then basically you not you, with friends you put no. the white flag up come on rich man I thought you was a warrior <laughs> 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 fucking hell Wayne was getting into full journo mode <laughs> two episodes I want the dirt. he's already fucking fucking Vlad VT over here the thing is all that's an that's another subject like the the subject of uh, agents and all this and it's contracts. So what would you guys say? What's up? What's the deal with agents? Agents. Let's be. Let me talk. Devil's advocate. An agent's job is to do the best for his client. So, that, yeah, and to get money. But that's we can't really. Can we hate on them? That's their job. That's their job. So come on. Well, he's got, he's what, got, what do you hate about? It? He's got a hustle <laughs> on behalf of the band, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. The only way. The only way I'd really put it is like we we do and well. We have and do work with agents. We've done it on a couple of shows. Like, we do DIY shows. They're still DIY shows to us because yeah. we're not we we're not endorsed by anyone. We don't get outside money from anywhere. Do, they, I mean, do they ask for a green room? I want grapes. Nah, uh, they oranges. <laughs> I want Smarties, all one color. They do you get, do you get like mad I bet they'd be black and all, wouldn't they? <laughs> And then we had to beat him to death with his own shoes. Stuff with all that, like, obviously an agent's going to push for as much money as he can get. I don't know, the best sort of... Like, a lot. uh, some will ask for hotels. We just say no. Uh, But stuff like Ryder, we do that. Like, if you've got got an American band that are out out of town, not even out of town, they're out of their own country, they're a long way from home. Yeah. And there's some promoters are like, nah, fuck, I'm not going to fucking buy them any food. It's like, you only need to do like a 40, 50 pound shop for two bands on tour and you've sorted yeah. them and yeah. you're going to make that money back if you've promoted your own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've done well yeah. enough. Yeah. You know how much you appreciate it. Exactly. And whatever's left, I'm going to fucking eat it. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, we're losing money anyway. You know what? So talking, a, talking, a, talking about food quickly, I'm going to quickly do a segue. We got a group chat and we was basically having a conversation about this podcast and what we was going to talk about. And Lewis texts back and said, I can't talk at the moment, I'm cooking. So I just wanted to wonder, what the fuck was you cooking, man? Like, Because when I'm cooking, I just throw shit in the oven, I put the time on. I know what it was. He was re-eating a Griggs. A.K. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Oliver, A.K. fucking Gordon Ramsay. I want to know what you was cooking that 
You, you forgot Ainsley Harriet as well, mate. There you go. Levi Moots. Levi. Spicy boy. So, Lewis, what was you cooking that you couldn't text? I honestly can't remember, mate. I'm fucking at my nut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, bro. I can't remember, mate. Um, See, it couldn't have been that great. I was fucking amazing. I know it was nice because I ate it all. But, Did it involve seasoning? Yeah, obviously, like fucking, what, you think I'm just gonna throw it in the oven, just like plain, like. No, when you I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name these people who do that sort of thing, like, but who? Who? Let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. I didn't say anything. No, you can't name them because it's an entire. Do you know what? Fuck it. Let me ask you something, Lou. Lou, let me ask you something. Because you're leaving the house, so you you got no tires now. Who's the worst cook in the house? Oh, couldn't say there's no worse cook because they all can cook like really? they're all really good yeah mate they're all really good cooks i can't say none of them are bad cooks not at all poppy's a really good cook yeah jake's a good cook vince i know can cook doesn't cook often but i know yeah. he can cook but none of them are bad cooks definitely not no I'm, you know i was hoping definitely not no no none of them are bad cooks i'll be honest i'll be honest none of them are bad cooks. that pasta thing that you did on tour man that was fucking banging what's that that, that pasta thing of fucking bacon chicken and yeah, I know. Fuck it. Yeah, basically. Great. Yeah, I went, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we yeah, was yeah. going on tour with Ironed Out, and uh, Lewis, like, it's kind of thing that my mum would used to do, like, when you was going out for um, a school day trip, she'll make all your. He had this Tesco bag or a Sainsbury bag, and it had little containers in it, and he he made some pasta, and he had all this, he had some cheese. And when we was in the van, he was like, I've got some food for you boys. I thought it was really sweet. <laughs> 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 no, I did. And he, did, he did actually say it like that. Well. Where was this shit for proven when we were over in Europe? We didn't get any of this fucking shit. I think you figured out who his favourite band is now. <laughs> just to sort of put a line on the agents thing and that in hardcore, You're it gone. just is a part of it now. That's it. That you don't like, like. The thing is, I don't think anyone can really expect like a, you know, when you say like a top tier hardcore band, like I don't know, Terror, terror. So, yeah, band yeah, like yeah. Terror. Of course they've got yeah, an agent. They're, they're, they're not going to be booking living. their own stuff like 15 yeah, yeah, years in and they're that big. It's just not going to happen. Do you think you ever get to the point of putting on a band that big? I guess so. I mean, we've grown we've grown yeah, and done yeah. better than we thought we would in a year, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, We yeah, never yeah. really knew what... I mean, when we set this out, it was supposed to be four shows in a year. And in a year, we've done seven or eight. I respect, man. So, and we've now put on... We put on one US band the other week with Judiciary. We've got another one coming up with Jukai coming over. Oh, shit, yeah. So, you know, we've done a lot better than we ever expected to in the first year. And, you know, from my perspective, we're only getting better as we go along. So I don't see why not a couple of years down the line. We couldn't be looking at some of them bigger bands. Have you had a problem finding venues? Like, because... What's the deal with venues? Like, how... Because you found that new venue in East London that it's you're not, to do It's shows. not really the amount of venues. Some, it's a lot of it's location and ava- like yeah availability. But a lot of people don't want to go certain places in London. It's just the way it is. Like, That's strange. If you do a show in South London, I find people don't really like to go South London. That's always been the way. Sa- why is that? Though? Oh, South London's more. You're not gonna get robbed by a black man. It's no. lies. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, fucking South Moon. Huh? The Half Moon in Putney by Hearn Hill. Yeah. Do you remember there used to be yeah, shows on there? Fucking that was the most random spot as well. It was that kind of was a yeah. fucking mission, mission to get to. And, yeah. and I, I think people just think on a Friday, you know, especially, I mean, I don't know what days, it was that long ago that they used to have shows on, but you just sit there and just think, 
Do you know what? Can I be fucking asked? I know. I <laughs> yeah. think that's what the what the twelve bar was the most unique venue the that we ever had. to get to. Right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. right in the Same middle. Night, night buses go straight through. Uh, South London, I think there's a lot more punk band, uh, punk shows going on in South London, like New Cross Inn, and, and uh, there's a place in Brixton, I can't remember the name of now. Birds Nest and the DIY. Yeah, Birds and there's, no, 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 there's uh, Windmill in Brixton. There's It's mainly punk shows going on there, like, and I don't know if it's me, but most of the hardcore kids in London live in, seem to live in North and East. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there are people in South, yeah, yeah. like all the idle hands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, Ferg, what were you, you saying, Ferg? You were about about uh, the twelve uh, bar. You were saying that it's central. Oh yeah, I was the original twelve bar. Yeah, that's that's that was the best venue for location because because it was so central. It was sort of the same distance for anybody in London. It didn't matter where you lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have yeah, you, it was just a slap bang in the middle. It was perfect. Have you done any spots that don't work and you're like, we're not going back there because of because of venue shit or because... Um, do you know what? we Ironed Out played a show. It was with um, Burn and it was supposed to be at the Underworld. Oh, yeah. oh the Macbeth. The Macbeth. Yeah. That was a weird venue. I mean, I really the- nice stuff, but the I, do you think the Macbeth... Like, for instance, I don't think that could work for hardcore. No, it's not Macbeth, man. If I could picture it... Yeah, if I could picture it, the bar, the stage is literally right next to the bar. So if you could imagine, if you had a really rowdy show in there, that bar is fucking. That's gonna be like the Verge was. The Verge was like that, though, wasn't it? No, but I don't think the last episode. It was kind of right next to the bar. I don't think it. I don't think the Verge was as. The bar was as close to the. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it weren't. Plus, because you had a stage in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Plus the Verge, I think. I mean, I only went there a few times for any hardcore shows. It was sort of when I was getting into hardcore. Yeah. And that was, and then it ended. Well, my yeah. my first like punk band played there a few times, but like uh, a place like the Verge is, it's a lot more suited and where it is and everything. Yeah. Macbeth's that was a great in, venue as well. Macbeth's in Hoxton. It's no, nah, it's not uh, the one. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I not really someone where Hoxton was. But yeah, I know what you mean it, but like the, yeah, yeah. the bar will get smashed up if it kicked oh, off at a place man. like that. What's what's been your what's your favourite venue? If you could do a show at this venue all the time where the where you know it's fucking ideal space, the if fucking money, owners I is you know If money's not a factor. If money is for, yeah, if what was that? Not a factor. If if money is yeah, well, for me, no, 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 O2 no, no, Arena. Let's keep it realistically. For me, my favourite venue is Underworld. I, I was going to say, yeah. if money isn't a factor, the Underworld. But realistically, but it's expensive. With what you've worked with, what's been the best venue for you guys? For me, the Boston Music Room, yeah, the Dome. That's been the best yeah, one yeah, for yeah. sounds. Location, I think that's probably been the best one. Like, and, and the sound, yeah, the sound dome, like. yeah, as a, as a yeah. musician, it's fucking, yeah. it's it's one of like, the best it, in London. It's so yeah. crisp in there. Yeah, like, you can eat on stage and off stage. You can eat everything. It's like being at a much bigger venue in there. Yeah, they had a uh, big up to slow mo by the way. Yeah, yeah, Ian, yeah. Who's slow mo? Uh, he Ian. runs Boston Music. Oh, big up slow mo. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is his brother fast mo? <laughs> Fuck's sake, man! You guys are not on the pace today. But. Years ago, people will probably remember yeah. uh, the Boston Music Room was just called Downstairs at the Dome and then Upstairs at the Dome. There's yeah, yeah. shitloads of hardcore shows there. Did they stop doing oh, shows there for a while? At the I, dome? I'm not really sure what happened with hardcore there. No, it had a load of different owners. That's what it was. So what happened? They yeah. swapped. The owners they, yeah, they swapped. I think it was something like four different owners. Because some Irish. In a couple of An years. Irish lot 
that when I put shows on there like ten years ago, there yeah, was, was Irish the, people yeah, and the they were they didn't yeah. give a shit about fucking higher fees. They got Mickey. <laughs> All the time, Mickey Crippler. But yeah, I think ownership changed, uh, and then there weren't hardcore shows there for four or five years. I don't think until the last like two, three years. And now it started to pick up again. Yeah, it's definitely, great. definitely. Well, uh, like uh, Steve said, Slomo's doing a really good job there. Like he's taken over. It's been refurbed, isn't it? I think like a couple. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Everything's a lot nicer there now. Yeah, oh, like, mate, it was so grimy there back yeah. in the day. I remember fucking uh, them old days, like early two thousands, just watching like the old, like the OG lineup of TRC yeah. out of their box, lean up against the fucking wall, <laughs> doing absolutely nothing, and then all of a sudden a bus had fucking stopped at the lights, and then they just fucking turn into like Discovery Channel mode and sprint up and fucking tag this thing to absolute <laughs> shit. So that takes me on to my final question, man. Um, Ready Eye Fest. Ready, I fit. This is going to be at the dome, right? Not the well, no. Boston, the dome's upstairs. I say, and we're, Boston music room. Boston oh, music room. I, I never knew that. Yeah, I, thought, I just thought it was oh, so the, the, dome. The, the two separate entities. Years now. ago, it was just called upstairs and downstairs at the dome. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, pretty sure it was. I, I, I think it is still one one venue. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but they've named it separately. It's all under the same uh, management. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. What's the capacity for downstairs? Six. <laughs> sold out. That explains your sold out shows. We yeah. sold it out. <laughs> yeah, we sold out. Uh, downstairs is. Uh, it depends. I think it's like. T- what downstairs? It's got to be. Can't yeah, even get yeah. that much upstairs. Right? It's got to be a couple. No, couple it's two. It's about two seven five. Upstairs is a. a f- oh, slow mode. Upstairs is about seven hundred. I think yeah, maybe really six hundred. I'm not sure. Do you, yeah, you, do you it's think big you could? Upstairs, man. Yeah, it's quite a bit, I suppose. Yeah. So for your first fest, you're gonna do downstairs, right? Um, yeah. Have you got any bands? Can, you, it's kind of not the first because last year we did the Cold no, Our Truth ten year thing, that but that was, was just one that was day. Good, man. But yeah, this ready, sick. this ready eye fest is like this is your big like. Um, I don't want to. I'm not trying to put pressure on you, but is this the one where you're trying to make that next step up to that next? Yeah, definitely. Are you, like, are you, are you basically getting outside of your comfort zone in terms of maybe? I'd love to. Bands I'd love to tell you how we are, but I can't, we can't really. But yes, have, have you, we are slightly going out of our comfort zone. How, how many bands gone, Lou? You want to say? We've so, managed so? to. We've managed to convince Shawadi Wadi to fucking come out <laughs> at a time and to play for us. <laughs> so they're definitely on the bill. <laughs> so that's all we're saying at the moment. How many bands you got confirmed? Confirmed Shawadi Wadi. Uh, you heard it here first. That's even, gonna, it's kind of hard to say. It's gonna go nuts. We're gonna get sued by Shawadi Wadi. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, let's beef them. We've got, I mean, we've got obviously got bands confirmed. We we wanted to have a first announcement by now, but we're waiting on other bands. So I don't really want to say how many we got confirmed, but we are waiting on. Hey, what are you? Uh, gonna... uh, uh, we were waiting on one band from the UK, and we're waiting on another band. I'm, I'm not going to say, but when are we expect an announcement, maybe Monday. Yeah. What? But this will go out after that. So are you? Are you? Are you looking? Yeah, that's true. So by the time this comes out, just the to whole confirm, lineup will be out. There. Ready? I have made the announcement already. <laughs> <laughs> we might not have by then, but why don't you decide to just do what other promoters do? They release a couple of bands. Then they release a couple of bands and they build up. That is what we're doing. Yeah, we're that is what we're, we're, doing, we're yeah. doing it probably in three stages. So there'll be there'll be eighteen bands over the because it's it's a Friday evening show and a Saturday full day. We 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 were thinking about the Sunday, but Sundays are hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you've got something 
really special. I and think even like, then, I think like um, said, you know, on a Sunday, it's that sort of, oh, can I really be asked? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially if you've gone well, hard Friday and Saturday night, man. Yeah. You're looking at Sunday yeah, just going, nah. With, with, uh, with, with Sweatfest, big up to sheep. Yeah, big up to sheep. Big, yeah. <laughs> His was Friday, Saturday and Sunday as well, yeah. as well right? It looked yeah, suck by the end of it. That was a big lineup. You know? Do you think you can do that? Like, like, do you think three days is too much? Like, come that third day, do you think people were just fucked? Well, that's why we didn't fuck with it this year. But if this, uh, so yeah, if this year goes well, we will feel like like think about doing full three day thing. Yeah, would, wouldn't you just rather than doing three days wouldn't you take it upstairs well so I was just going to say quickly you know look at the real big the European and the American fest they're Friday, Saturday, Sunday so what fest is that um, what? well like this is hardcore uh, this is hardcore Friday, yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah, Sunday yeah. Ypres fest but, you know those things yeah yeah true true yeah. anyway ready I man I want to say thank you to you guys um, right name some shows you got that are about three weeks from now uh, we <laughs> have we have a show April 7th which is at Black in White, Hackneywick. Who's playing that? Uh, big Cold Hard Truth headline. Uh, bit of a, actually, really rare one for them to do it. And this place is small. Like, we're talking. Yeah, ambulance get more standby, it? Oh, Officially, it's like 100 cap. So it's a small place. Is for there going to be a venue left after that one? No, nah, it's going to get smashed to bits. But uh, <laughs> That'd be your last show there. <laughs> it won't if we want to go back there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cold Hard Truth Fuck I forgot Adjust And All Fear Death From Scotland Cruelty Cruelty from the Midlands Sweet. And Ball Kick Ball Kick Which Good name but Nice <laughs> <laughs> no, dope man uh, they're, they're Some of our friends Like Eastern European friends Doing a new band in London Okay cool man I've got Poppy Poppy did you want to say something What show did you want to plug Tell them about the show Ru- yeah. We've got a Ruction show Happening April 13th, which is Friday the 13th, yes. Oh, shit. We've got Back Down playing Jason Mars. Protect Your Neck. Back Down just released yeah. a new. Um, yeah, they new did, yeah. They just put something out. out, so check out on Bandcamp. So they've got Back Down playing, we've got Protect Your Neck, we've got Full Contact, Balance, Last Orders. Big up my man Talapaton in the corner over there. <laughs> and all the rest of the man's Rye, Scale, and of course, Joe. And opening the show, we've got LXIX. Yes, London Hardcore. I respect, man. Well, I just want to say... And that's at the Unicorn, sorry. At the Unicorn, Yeah, sorry. that's at the Unicorn, sorry. Free entry. So that's it, man. We're going to wrap this up. I just want to say, yeah, thanks to everyone that uh, liked our Instagram page, liked us on Facebook, to those that listened to the podcast, those that shared the podcast, the people that messaged us and said they enjoyed it. We got, we've been speaking to a lot of bands. We've got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of um, good, good, good bands coming up. But you know what it's like trying to organise everyone in one place is hard, but we're going to make it happen. But thank you so much. This is episode two of the Everyone But Us podcast. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London.